0: All right, kings and queens, welcome to another LTC episode of A New Perspective. Uh, today's a very special episode. Mike is not in this episode like the thumbnail suggests. He, uh, he actually couldn't make the recording last minute. So instead, I have three special guests here joining me on today's episode. So uh, if we just kind of want to go around and introduce ourselves. Um, other Mike is here. We have replacement Mike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am the most interesting man in the world
0: yeah yeah that's actually a fact um and then we have Sid and Kahan if you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick um whatever you want
2: okay so hey guys so my name is Sid I am a student at Purdue I used to I did my freshman year with Nate and it was an amazing time we both were cybersecurity students back then and we really loved our majors and this is my first time for the podcast I I was Awaiting when I'll get the chance to jump into this wonderful podcast. And yep, I'm here today.
3: Hi, my name is Kahan. I'm also a student at Purdue. I'm a transfer student. And Nate is, I guess, Sid's friend. And he just asked me that yeah. he wanted to be part of the podcast real quick. And I just yeah. said, yes, we want to do that. So yeah, listen, it's
0: always a fun time on the podcast. Um, Sid's a legend. Kahan, I don't know you, but you seem like a really cool dude already. Um, and then Mike I've known for forever. Um, this is, uh, I don't know about you, but I, as far as Mike and Sid go, I know this is their first time being on a podcast as well. Um, so yeah, so we'll just take it step by step and, you know, hopefully you guys have a good time. You know, if you guys ever want to guess back on, let me know, you know, we have a business account and everything you can send us a DM or email or whatever, or, you know, even personal contact. I don't mind. Um, you guys can always be guests in the future. So, uh, Today's topic, well, actually, I have a couple announcements real quick. So, uh, number one, you might notice uh, different lighting, better camera and stuff. I upgraded the setup. It's all nice and lovely and beautiful. Have a nice ring light and camera fancy stuff. It is quite nice. Um, So, yeah. So, that's the first thing. Uh, Second thing, and this is a big one. We mentioned doing giveaways back in, I think, May or April. And you may notice it's the end of June and we haven't done any giveaways yet. Um, we kind of forgot about it in, in part because we also didn't record at the same time. So I'm actually very happy to announce that we're going to start doing giveaways here. And so the first one will be an Instagram post. Um, you can look for it to come out, um, sometime. I mean, by the time you see this episode, the post will probably be out. Um, you have to be following our Instagram page and you have to tag two people in the comments and you'll be entered in. I'll do a a random name picker. It'll pick someone at random. We might do an Instagram live or whatever, and we'll announce the winner. We'll send them a DM and uh, we're going to do t-shirts for this one. So uh, you just get a free t-shirt basically and, you know, on the house. So uh, we just wanted another way to interact with people, um, get people looking at the brand and things like that and kind of grow, grow the podcast and everything. So we thought giveaways are a great way. Everybody loves free stuff, especially clothing and stuff. So it's, cool. You know, you get a free shirt, whatever. Um, so yeah, I think as far as announcements go, I think that's it. And if you lads are ready, we'll, we'll dive right in.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, actually real quick, before we get into this, uh, I'm going to take a minute, thank our sponsor for the episode real quick. All right. And we're back. So advertisement's done, self-promotion, Shameless. And so let's get right back into the episode. Uh, So today's topic, uh, kind of a very interesting one. We're going to be doing, uh, well, talking about what's the most important thing you've learned. So I'm going to go first. And when I was, you know, pitching the topic to a couple of people, um, I was originally talking about patience was probably what I was going to do. So I'm actually going to talk about two things here real quick. Patience is kind of something big I've been focusing on right now. And, you know, patience is everything, especially for like people around our age, because we're so young, you know, we're always pedal to the metal, trying to get things done. You know, we have all these dreams, all these goals and everything that we're trying to get after. And, you know, we kind of get caught up in it and forget to just kind of live life sometimes. And so I guess what I've been really learning lately is just patience is very important especially as a young person, you know, you, you think back, even, even all of us, we're about the same age, you know, you think back to high school, right, and that feels kind of forever ago, right, and that really goes to show that, you know, over time, you know, it might have just blown right by, but you really have so much time to do things, and, you know, you kind of got to look at life in a standpoint of, at this point, what do I have to show for what I've done, for what I've lived so far, right? And just be very patient in everything you're going through. Um, I know personally, again, I've mentioned mental health struggle for a while. Um, One of the biggest things for trying to get out of that was being patient and taking it one day at a time. And really, that's kind of what you have to do with everything. So patience is really big. Now, I don't want to just talk about that because that's what I'm still learning I'm still trying to incorporate that into my daily life and everything. What I really want to talk about is just perspective in general the way you look at things right the the, <laughs> the, the way you look at things is is super crucial um, I feel into in how you live your daily life right? And, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, my biggest thing was changing my perspective has been a lifestyle change. And, you know, that comes from, you know, just living healthier in general from working out, trying to sleep better, something you still need to figure out. <laughs> <What's sleep? laughs> yeah, this guy doesn't sleep. Um, you know, sleeping better, eating healthier, actually exercising, um, You know, just working constantly to work towards achieving your goals and things like that. And, you know, with the podcast, it's something I've done that's a proactive step I've taken. Um, But really, I've just been trying to live a healthier life. And that's something I've been doing over the last couple of years, changing all of that. And, you know, I really feel like that makes life a lot better if you're able to have that happier perspective and if you just have a better understanding of things overall. It allows you to better approach situations and things like that. So, I guess mine is just perspective is the biggest thing I've learned, and just how to approach things. Very nice. Very nice.
2: So, thoughts,
1: questions. So, what, what was
2: your perspective before before you were having a good like before like before you started this new perspective and changing your life? Was it like not too much on the line and you just brought your life back on the line or how was it and like what was the breakthrough for you to get your perspective back or have a better perspective? That's a very good question. I like
0: that. Um, so uh like I said, I've actually been very open about like my mental health struggle over the last couple of years and just a lot of events, you know, just kind of weighed down on me. Um, you know, I never get really too deep and personal about it, but Um, I guess I was just very unhappy and depressed and I just felt like I was stuck in place because I wasn't working towards the things that I wanted to. And I don't know, I just felt kind of stuck, like I couldn't work on the things that I wanted to. I felt like I had to fit this certain set path and, you know, the, the get good grades, go to a good college, get a good degree, get a great job, you know, the pay six figures plus and all this and that. Um, what changed that? Um, a lot of things. I mean, um, for those that don't know, I'm a volunteer firefighter. And so, um, you've, you've been an EMT, so you know about that. You've seen some stuff. (laughs) So seeing that side to life really puts a different perspective in your head that life is short. A lot of things happen. And, you know, some of that really weighs on you. I, I lost, you know, couple patients here and there I'm sure you have probably yeah um yeah so it's very it has its toll um lost a two-year relationship right before I went to college which was eight hours away from home didn't know absolutely anybody and so you know trying to get used to a whole new lifestyle away from home away from everything that was comfortable was also a big changing point and the the biggest thing was my weight. Actually, going into my freshman year of college, I was around 270 pounds, and that's going from being a junior Olympic track athlete, being 170 pounds, uh, you know, ranking at nationals and stuff like that. And you know, I put on in about two three years, I put on over 100 pounds, and. In my freshman year of college, in the second half, I actually lost 50. So I lost half of that. And I'm still working on that. But that was the biggest part to exercise for better health. And it was also the the way I looked at working out was it's one thing in my day I can make constant. Because everything throughout the day is always changing, right? And this is one thing I can schedule and make sure I make time for it. And that's always going to be something I'll have in my day. That'll be the one steady thing that I'll have going on in my day. Something I can look forward to. That's just me time. I can decompress, you know, get all that energy out and just do it in a positive way. That was the biggest thing. And then after that, it just started a snowball of, okay, now what can I do better? How can I improve my lifestyle further? So I started writing a book, which is now almost done. I started the brand, which took me eight months uh, to to build up to the point to where we were starting to record the podcast, and now we're doing that weekly. Um, and you know, I've met a lot of people, met a lot of guests, interviewed a lot of people, done a lot of awesome things, and so you know, I, I live a lot happier because I haven't been scared to make the changes. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, it's okay to be scared, but as long as you fight through that and actually make the change because you know, it's going to be better for you. That's, what's most important. As long as you're making those steps, because really that's all it is. It's just another step. And that's just kind of the perspective I have is one step at a time. Yep,
2: That sounds a lot of change that you've made.
0: (laughs) Yeah, actually, since, since you and I have last talked Sid, uh, definitely very different person as I'm sure you're starting to realize. Yep. Yeah. So, um and it's good. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. So, um if there's no other questions or anything, Sid, you're up next, buddy.
2: Okay. So, till now there are a lot of different life experiences that I've learned from patients to perspectives to time management to sometimes maybe anger management too, but out of these plethora of different things the life has kept me teaching, making me fall down and teaching me how to go up. One of the major things that I've believed is I think for me, it was time management. Because, like being an international student at Purdue, with the exposure that you have, you got to meet your friends, you got to finish your studies, you got to take care of all your things, make sure that you're not late running for class, finish up all your homework.
0: Which you were always
3: late
2: for classes, my guy.
0: <laughs> oh. you were always late for classes. I remember sitting in lab because you and I sat in together in lab and you you would walk in like 10-15 minutes late, look at the TA and be like, what's up, man? <laughs> and then just start working. <laughs> <I don't know laughs> oh Sid was always fashionably late. Don't don't worry. Sid was Sid was fashionably late.
3: But the thing is, you guys know him only for two years. I've been with him p- since last 17 years. I know him since 17 years. And this guy's always been late, not only the yeah. classes.
0: <laughs> even but, today, even today, this was supposed to start at 12, he sends me a message. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to be late, 12.30. <laughs> 12.30 rolls around. He comes in 10 minutes after that.
2: <laughs> yeah, so like all these 10, 15 minutes added up at one go, and it was a big mess then. So from then, I decided for all my assignments in important work, I think I need to do a proper time management and actually know how much amount of time I need to give on particular things. Like, even if it is friends, I know, like, if you're going out after your studies to hang out and you just specify in your mind that, okay, I'll just be here for one hour, then I don't think, like... In that one hour, you're not having fun. You're just basically thinking, when will that one hour get over, and when will I have to leave, or something like that. So the thing that with time management, that I decided that I prioritize all my work first and try to complete it like before the start, before like noon twelve. So like in the in the morning, what I felt was in the efficiency that my body had and the running capability for me increased a lot, and like most of the times when we. Plan and go and meet and hang out with our friends. it's like in the evening time around three or 4 pm till late night. So yeah, that was good. So basically if you prioritize your work not in that time but in a different time of the day because 24 hours is a long is long. So if you prioritize them properly, you will be really getting success like in in your day-to-day life, like even if you start time management, like today you you'll find tomorrow much better. I feel that if I'm a morning person, some people are also like more efficient at night, so they they can also do that. Like, yeah, like yeah. we could say that I used to wake up early in the morning for our lab exams, and you would be sitting there since the light down at McCutcheon's computer room. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, think I spent we,
0: almost all my nights in that lab. He Sid would I'd be there starting around like 6 p.m. All right, and Sid would be down there with me doing some homework. He'd leave, go to bed. He'd come down because he'd have an exam, and I'd still be in there.
2: <laughs> yeah. I. I'd still that, be was, there. that was, I think, for the uh, 176 labs in which we had to do other research and stuff. Uh,
0: <laughs> listen, have you, have you done 242 yet? 242, yeah, I did it. That class is ridiculous. Especially if you have bad group mates, which I did. It was awful. My group mates didn't do anything. I had to do the three weeks worth of work in a single week by myself because I had two other lab classes. It was just a mess. Um, and it's actually funny that you mentioned like time management and things like that. So actually in my book, and I'll have to send you a copy, Said, uh, in the book, the first chapter I talk about is time wasters. And it talks about eliminating that. And it also goes into like social dilemma with how social media impacts like time wasting and things like that. But long story short, basically the whole point of the book is focusing on different aspects of life and how if you implement them day to day over time, your day to day success will be better, which is something you actually mentioned. And time management is a big part of that.
2: Yep. I feel I feel like for most of our students like the most time management will be in the weekends when you just go yeah let's go to party I I'll have homework I'll finish it on sunday sunday yeah. you wake up you're tired you just go to sleep and what about the assignments like none of them are done
3: yeah, yeah.
2: let's open up check or quizlet that's yeah. the best <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing so i feel that like there are a lot of time wasters, especially the social media, Snapchat, Instagram, like they waste, like if you see my screen time, they waste like four hours in a day. And like, what can I not do in those four hours? Like maybe one hour gym, two hours of more sleep and one hour of just Instagram, that would be much better. So I think with time management, I also changed my perspective and made myself more uh, disciplined, like if I have made a rule regarding time, then I need to be disciplined because like time management, I feel does not work single-handedly. It needs uh, discipline with itself. So like, if you just wake up every day and you are not disciplined in that hey I'll study, but instead of studying, you just open Netflix and start watching movies, then it doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. And I hope most of this has happened to like a lot of students.
0: Probably everyone, if I'm gonna be honest.
2: i think time management and discipline is something we guys you guys need to teach us like firefighting you know like the importance of time and stuff and what what's your view of like with the amount of experience both of you have what's your take on this
0: um timing is everything timeliness especially so um i actually just posted something yesterday i reposted a tiktok And it was a guy real mad about, you know, people being late and things like that. Kind of ironic for today because everyone was late. Um, And it's actually, you know, I'm chill about it. I'm a really understanding person. Again, perspective, just how I am. But timeliness to me is everything. You know, the way I was raised, if if you're on time, you're late. If you're not at least like 10 minutes early, you're late is the way I, I was raised and everything. And that's just how it is. If, if you're not 10 minutes early, because what what if something happens on your way? What if something goes wrong? You know, what if you forget something, you got to run back to your, your dorm or your apartment, like if you're a college student. You know, anything can happen during that time. And if you give yourself that extra time, you know, you'll be less late. Um, and I don't know. I, I feel like it, it gives you a better sense of preparedness day to day, which is much as you're going to hate me mentioning it, Eagle Scouts. Scout is prepared um, as the motto.
1: Yeah, I think a good analogy to go with this whole conversation is the whole, okay, I have to be at work at eight, which means I have to leave at seven, but I have to get up at 6.30 so that I'm out the door by seven, but I actually have to get up at six because I got to take a shower and brush my teeth. So I'm going to set my alarm for 5.30 to make sure I wake up on time.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, taking into account, what you know, like, so kind of what Mike was saying, you know, to get ready in the morning, kind of figure out how much time that takes you. And if you can speed that process up, right? Um, allot that amount of time in your morning before you have to be somewhere. Take into account your travel time to wherever you need to be. Add that in there. Backtrack it to whenever you need to wake up. Now, if you're like me a little bit, sometimes... I'll be in bed. I'll wake up on the time I need to. And again, this kind of goes back to the discipline, but I might just kind of sit there for like five minutes and be like, yeah, that's fine. You know, whatever. And, you know, sometimes that adds up and everything. So you got to take into account those things. Now, also what you need to think about is anything unexpected. Like, it, say you have to drive somewhere. If there's an accident, if there's traffic, whatever. You need to take into account all of those things.
2: That makes sense. I, and I think... Sh- I, I, th- I, I always feel how will the President of the United States keep his time? He's he has people life.
0: to do that for him, bud. Yeah. <laughs> he has people doing everything
1: for him. Yeah,
2: that's too rich for my blood. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, yep.
2: Yeah he they progress pretty well with all the stuff that's been going on and like all the activities that they have in their their daily lives it's pretty amazing yeah yeah so um
0: moving on Khan. it's your turn bud
3: yeah so one thing that i've learned like adding all to all of your experiences like nate talking about patience talking about time management in perspective all those points in discipline one thing that I feel that was very important is being consistent at it and believing in the process that it's definitely gonna change. So what people do is like, you see a different perspective, you find it good at the first time, so ready to accept it. But the very next moment, when you feel that that's not right, you try to go back to your original perspective and you don't stay consistent with trying what's new. Even when it's said about time management, you get up for like, if you decide on Sunday that let's go to workout you do that for Monday and Tuesday, you get up early morning on Monday and Tuesday, but what about Wednesday? So like that consistency, if that breaks, that causes, like that is the main pinnacle that makes you fall everywhere. Like consistency is one thing that I learned back in high school when my, when my dad was screaming on me because I couldn't sit, sit at one place and study. For me, I have this big issue that I can't sit at a specific time in a specific place to study. And then I, to be very honest, my high school grades literally dropped because I wasn't consistent at studying. I was good at studying, but I wasn't consistent. And like the thing that changed in college, like the moment I came here at Purdue specifically, I've tried to be the most consistent I am. I even tried to include Sid with me in that. that I, try, I tell him that, Sid, let's sleep at the same time. Let's get up at the same time. For, forget about the other nuisances around us. We need to be consistent about a few basic things because if they are in line, it's everything other falls in line easily. Like you don't have to put a lot of effort for other things. And the thing is that people do it, but then they don't believe in the process. So it's like a system that you have to put faith in. So being consistent and being faithful about that consistency is two things that you really need to take care of. Because if you miss on that, you're probably probably like making your life miss out of the most of the time and most of the things. Because if you're not consistent and uh, like faithful about what you're doing, then you you're probably not happy at all. Like, it's just that you're doing it for something artificial. <laughs> like doing it for the sake of doing yeah. it. Yeah, like that's the that those two virtues are the one that I always missed. Like for my high school years, even in my college first year. But like then one time when I was sitting with my father, he's like, "I was not smart as you. I'm telling you on face." But one thing that I was very good at was being consistent, and that you suck at. So I was like. That is something that I literally took from that conversation and like I tried to be consistent. But again, when, when, like I said, being faithful about it, I only be consistent for a week, for a month, but then if I don't see the change, I'm not faithful about it. So I need to keep the faith and consistent for so long that you don't break, but you make the thing that you're pursuing break and then you do it. So those are the two virtues that I think I've learned over time.
2: I think yeah. something that I will need to add from this is before in the podcast, Nate spoke about that. He used to take out his gym time and he lost around 50 50 pounds. So like, I, I was also pretty fat back then and speaking about consistency, like for the first two weeks when you just go to the gym, you're just body aches and you don't see any difference in your body. And 99% of people, like in those two, three weeks, they just leave it. They just quit it. Like, this is not something for me. Gyming is not something for me. But the actual start of the journey starts after those three weeks. And you see the change in your body from the fourth week itself. So, so I feel real,
0: like- real good example of this real quick. New Year's resolutions. How many people come up with a New Year's resolution? And after a couple of weeks, they're like, ah, sorry, I already messed it up. Like, yeah. and and you know what? Especially at college. You'll see people, yeah. oh, my New Year's resolution. You'll see so many new people come in the gym. You, you'll be waiting in lines to use equipment. And you're like, okay, where, where have all these people come from? It's their New Year's resolutions. A couple of weeks go by, you're no longer waiting for equipment. All those people stop coming in, right? Humans are very habitual creatures. We, we love habit. And there's, you know, it's proven studies and everything. It takes at least two weeks to break a habit, right? So, you know, just to start working out, it takes that two weeks of, you know, any time and I still find myself doing it with working out. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm tired. I don't really want to go. But those are the moments whenever you need to actually kick yourself in the butt and actually go do it because that's whenever you most need it, right? Because if you're, if you're staying consistent at the point of least wanting to, I mean, you'll always be consistent after that as long as you're consistent then whenever
3: you least want to be just just do it but, uh, to add I, I have i have a thing for humans the one thing that i feel we are consistent for a few days just because the the goal that we set up is extra greedy than what we can achieve in those days like people say that you you can't just be a bodybuilder in a month you can't just lose 50 pounds in a month you you need to set up small goals like being consistent is to set up small goals because if you want to do it, if you want to do things in one blow, you don't need to be consistent at all. That's the point. If you can do it in one blow, you don't need consistency. But you need to take one step at a time, small steps, not big steps that you, you don't believe in yourself. small steps that you think you can achieve and then be consistent about those. I guess everything would work for you. That's what I personally feel. On this, like I would say that like the same issue, like
2: Khan like said, most people set so big goals that they themselves are overwhelmed by seeing the goal, like, like I lose 50 pounds in six months, let's say okay, after first three weeks, I don't see any change and I'm so overwhelmed that I just stop. But like, instead, if I just do that, my first goal is to go to gym for the first three weeks. For the fourth week, my goal is to lose like, let's say two pounds, then two pounds next week, then two pounds the other way. And yeah, then that would be more successful and much better than just simply saying, I'll just do this and that, what
0: not. And I think a part of the process also is you, you're, you're not always going to be hugely consistent, right? Like you can do your best and we're always going to fall off of that a little bit. And, you know, we always might take a step to or back, right? A step or two back and what you need to keep in mind like Kaham was saying you know you need to be faithful to the process and realize that sometimes taking steps back you know they're not great you know you want to be taking steps forward but it's okay as long as you're keeping that in your head and you're still trying to move forward and as long as you realize okay what's going wrong and what can i do to change that i think that's the biggest thing mikey my boy <laughs> what is up you're up you're what's up I am what's up yeah
1: so kind of piggybacking off of what you said
0: typical American he just takes other people's ideas and calls them his own
1: I agree <laughs> anyway trust the process definitely solid advice I have that in my workshop Right on a piece of the wall real big lettering, trust the process. Okay. Which is right next to my unfinished projects, but I'm trusting the process, so at some (laughs) point they will get done. (laughs) Um, However, I'm taking a different approach to all of this than the three of you have. You three have talked about consistency and having a plan and following through with that plan, getting things done. I am here to tell you the opposite. This is my perspective of your perspective.
0: Okay. Let me
1: down this real quick. Okay, yeah. You Ah. might want to prepare yourself. Lay it on me, big guy. For lack of a better term, the way I look at life just go full send
0: everywhere you go i mean it's not the worst advice but you think about it. so uh, piggyback off that real quick okay right? piggyback off my piggyback. so one, one of the things that we've done an episode on is rejection and why it's good right and sometimes you know you you got to learn to accept no and that it's rejection is a muscle and things like that um my brain just completely farted with where yeah, was I was that you, you... what did you just say i said go full send go full send right so Whoa. a part of that uh Whoa. in terms of you know combining that with um being consistent faithful to the process and everything you know and remember how i said everything is just a step just sending it so to speak as the kids say as the cool kids say right just I doing a full cool send <laughs> You know, you you throw that fear of rejection out the window, right? You, and rejection comes in many forms of whether it's self-rejection or others' opinions of what you're doing and whatever. You're throwing that out the window. And as soon as you become fearless to that, you're going to be much happier. Now, things might not always work out, but if you're just going for it. I think that's actually really good advice just to go for it. Go for what you want. Because, and another thing I've actually learned is people waste a lot of time explaining themselves to other people, right? And the moment you stop explaining yourself to other people, you're going to be a lot happier because you're wasting so much time trying to explain yourself instead of just doing what you want to do, what works best for you, what you need to do. And you're just losing and wasting time. I'm trying to find a quote here
1: that would go along with this whole thing. With the rejection i'm sure a lot of people have heard this this is a good one fear has two meanings forget everything and run or face everything and rise it's your perspective on it it's an acronym mm-hmm. it's an acronym i like that so are you going to run away or are you going to be a boss
0: and win boss up <laughs> <laughs> I'll always bossing up. But no, I mean,
1: I'm sure as you remember, Nate, in high school, I was very rigidly planned pretty much everything I did. I didn't really do anything on a limb until what, end of my senior year? Yeah. Something like that. And I mean, I don't want to say I was miserable, but I could. I be. would.
0: <laughs> I'd say you were miserable. <laughs>
1: Well, there were some <laughs> extraneous circumstances contributing I mean, yeah, to that. You yeah, know? I mean
0: you and I both, um yeah, I'd say you were miserable.
1: <laughs> but then I was like, I, I, I looked at everything and said, Okay, I have a finite amount of time on this earth. Why am I wasting it being miserable? I dropped out of college, what, twice?
0: Yeah, you've done it twice.
1: Yeah, I dropped out of college twice. Um had my EMT did that for a while. Moved to New Jersey, got trained in commercial diving and underwater welding, did that for a while, got bored with it, said, I want to do this the rest of my life. Came back here, started flipping houses, started my own business, kind of got bored of that. Didn't like being dirty all the time.
0: And so, so let me ask you this then. And this is a, this is a question I've been wanting to ask for a while. Okay. So this goes along with Kahan's thing about consistency, yes. right? So from what you're saying, you've been very inconsistent. Exactly. Why do you think that is? Am I really being inconsistent or am I being consistently inconsistent? Okay. <laughs> this guy. Um, so let me, let me rephrase this then. Captain, Captain Smarticles over here. So. You said like things like you got tired of being dirty. You got, you got bored with it, this and that. So you're not doing things that you really want to do. Correct. Things that you're not truly passionate about. Yes. So what would that be? Do you even know yet?
1: All I know as far as what I want to do with my life as an end result. I don't even want to use the term end result, but goal. Let's use goal because I might achieve that goal and want something else.
0: So end result would not be an appropriate term. Well, then let's use vision. Vision? Because goals are the stepping stones towards achieving a vision. I want to be a legend. A legend how, though?
1: I want people 300 years from now talking about things I've done. Okay. I'm trying to build the world's fastest Harley-Davidson shovelhead right now. And I very well might. Okay. My, if I achieve that, my name is going to go down in the history books forever as the man that has the world's fastest shovel hit.
0: Until someone else does it.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I somebody to do that.
0: okay. I mean, fair enough.
1: There, there's, Absolutely fair enough. There's a lot of money and a lot of years and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears literally.
0: Just in the engine on this thing but so so let me throw this out there to you then and i'm I'm not just busting your butt or anything but so so like these guys are computer guys Mm -hmm. i I presume right um so they'll kind of understand it more than you might a little bit but think about processors cpus right and how the speeds of them have kind of plateaued and they're kind of reaching just like we're not really getting any faster right Mm -hmm. and over the years people with technology have come up with things that can run faster, run better, be more efficient, things like that. So you do this and you know, not, not to take away or anything. I mean, you're in your own right to have that. But people forget very quickly as soon as something new comes out, especially in things of technology, which is what that would be fallen under, mechanical Absolutely. technology, right? People forget very quickly and they move on. Uh, and really good way we were taught Um, at Purdue, one of the professors, I don't know, Professor Barlow. Um,
2: Professor Victor Barlow?
0: Yeah, Professor Victor Barlow. Um, One of the first things he told us was, you can get the newest laptop, you can get the newest computer, whatever, with the latest tech, and it immediately becomes obsolete. Yes. It immediately becomes obsolete because there's already something better being done. Now, okay, let's look at it
1: this way, though. Yes, technology becomes obsolete almost immediately. Okay. And things are forgotten. Let me pose this to you. Confucius once said... No, think about this. Speaking in relative terms, computers are very new technology. Okay. Now, who are your pioneers of computers and software? jobs, and gates. Simply. Sure. They're still remembered. Uh, they're also still around. They're also still around. Engines on vehicles. Cars, planes, bikes, whatever. That technology has been around for what? I 120 mean, years? Something like I that? I mean, I guess it's still relatively new. It's still relatively new. So... Do we really know
2: if that's going to be forgotten? Because so I had... have a question for you. So, who invented the first car engine? Do you know that?
1: That's actually a good question. Would that have been? That would have been.
0: Wouldn't have been Ford, would it?
1: No, it was not Ford. That would have. Um, that was an overseas invention. I think a French guy did it. I don't remember. let I me mean, look yeah. it up.
2: Then. Okay, look it up. So um so the thing, the point that I wanted to make is if we don't know who made the first engine and we don't even remember him, then whatever we make, we just be remembered for a small period of time.
3: Okay. Now well, I'm here supporting Mike with this point. So Carl I've been speaking His perspective. And the thing is, he's, you, he believes that he's not, he does not believe in consistency. But actually, if you look, he's consistent at discovering new things.
0: Yeah, which is, I mean, that's kind of something else I was getting at is it's all right to try new things. It's all right to, you know, keep making different steps and things like that. I think that's awesome. And, you know, one of the things I'm also still learning is living the journey, as, as you like to say, you know, everything's a part of a journey right? And you got to appreciate the journey. And so whenever you're trying to live super fast, and on this little one narrow track, you skip over important life lessons, any setbacks and things where you learn, and you just miss experiences. So I I mean, yeah. Now, okay, here's a point.
1: And I like where you went with the inventor of first engine thing. I really like where you went with that. And that's a good point. But the way I'm going to counter that per se would be just an engine is common. Everything has an engine now. Ink pen. Everybody uses an ink pen. I don't know who invented an ink pen. Do you know who invented an ink pen? It's common. Some did. The world's fastest of something is not. It's one of a kind. We remember one of a kind things. The Model T was one of a kind because it was one of the first successful commercially produced vehicles. We remember Harley-Davidson because Harley-Davidson is an American legend, and they've been making motorcycles since 1903. We remember Indian because they made the first motorcycle. We remember unique things. An engine is a very generic term. You can put an engine in anything. You can't make two Indian motorcycles. You can't make two
3: Harley-Davidson's.
1: You can make yeah. a million pens.
3: I agree. Like, the question is, who made who made a phone? You don't know, but who made an iPhone? Like, everyone knows who started yeah. iPhone. Because Me, that's a specific thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. That's fair. I love guests. Po-
2: you guys are awesome. <laughs> I love this. This is great.
3: This point of view is really online, but the only thing that I have a, a question is, like, what is the time, like, when you say you go full towards something what about not completely getting the entire perspective of the thing that you're going into because when you go on on a full throttle there are more chances that you uh, go through the obstacles once you go in them but when you like have your patient look around and then you like know, have a blueprint yeah you have a blueprint of what's going on like i know you're saying that just go in but like Those obstacles, when you go in, if they're this tiny, they look this tall to you. But when you have a blueprint, the tiny ones, they always look tiny to you.
0: So only Mike's going to get this here. So let me simply put what they're saying. It seemed like a good idea. What had (laughs) happened
1: was... (laughs) What had happened was... Story of my life. (laughs) I thought it'd be a good idea to take this jeep through four feet of water. However... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. What had happened was, I, you know, I, that that almost goes to what I think my last words are going to be. Well, that didn't work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that would be his.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so it's been a pleasure having you all on. Thanks for your time and everything. I think we're going to wrap up here. And um, any any
2: last words, gents? Send it. I, think, I, I feel that a lot of people who are listening to this podcast, like a lot of number of students listen to this, like seeking them, having thoughts that they might improve by hearing the podcast, but it's all about the all three or the four things that we said. So it's all to the viewers that basically it's not just you hearing, it's also more of you guys implementing this in your real life. And we hope LTC, as LTC podcast hopes that hearing our views, perspectives, opinions, and also experiences more like we wish that your life becomes better with it. And if we do, we would be the most happiest people to hear that. So Shoot out to comments if you if you have uh, heard this and you wanna your life has improved. I just yeah. like to say. That.
0: Yeah, I mean, I appreciate. it. I mean, dang, this guy's just gonna take over my job as as the the LTC <laughs> head, whatever you want to call I, it. I do have one
1: very important comment to make to everybody listening. Please
3: stay in school, kids. Please. Yeah don't do what I did. <laughs> use me
1: as an example of what not to do with your life.
3: I have one more comment now. Please no stay and learn. Please don't use Quizlet and check to pass yes. classes. They're not helping.
0: Those There's are breaking. Overall lesson, don't shortcut things. Put in yeah. the weather. Do it. Yeah. You're yeah. only hurting yourself. And that's the reason, that's partially the reason why I'm no longer at Purdue. Uh, sometimes, like, I, I really tried my hardest, but sometimes I would shortcut things. And, you know, that's, well, I mean, just shortcutting never helps anybody.
1: You know, I tried to take a shortcut going somewhere yesterday. It was not short. It was significantly longer. (laughs) 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 So use that as a
2: comparison.
0: We're ending it there. Thanks for tuning in, Kings and Queens. Have a wonderful day. Bye.
2: Bye.